welcome to Monologues by Hassie, where I'm going to be dropping unsolicited brain dumps from the depths of my grey matter. I'll talk about life, money, society, and self-development, plus whatever else lies up there, whilst hopefully not getting cancelled in the process. I've often found myself being caught in the cycle of self-sabotage, and I know that this isn't a problem that is unique to me, because a lot of my colleagues and friends over over the years have confided in me that they're either facing struggles like that, or even when they don't confide in you, you can still see that they are experiencing exactly the same problems that you are, but potentially in a different domain. And a great example of the cycle of self-sabotage, and I think the simplest one, and this is one that I've definitely been stuck in, is something as simple as trying to lose weight, which in Western society holds, I guess, a lot of power because we do have a lot more people who hold on to more weight, and at the same time, we all want to be these really fit, shredded, Greek god and Greek goddess-like people. And it is very hard to do when you're in a society where the food is so calorically rich, you have high incomes, and it's easy to access. So exercise and fitness becomes this huge push. And especially if we look at a time like uh, the new year and people making resolutions, a lot of people, including myself, have always had the goal of get fitter, lose weight, become visibly fit, you know, maybe have showing abs. And what I often find in these periods the reason for you to make that goal is because you are unhappy with your current state. This is the lowest point where you are at regards to that metric. And you might say to yourself, I want to become, I want to lose more weight so I can be more confident, which is a wonderful goal to have. Of course, everything in moderation. Now what happens is you pick up your new diet and exercise regime and you start diligently going about doing the activities to help you lose the excess kilos that you carry. And you will eventually get to a point on this regime where people, the world, begin to externally validate you and you start to look good. And even before the external validation, you will see yourself in the mirror and you will see the improvements that you're making. And what happens now is you might not even be at the goal state you want to get to, but you're already at the level where people are complimenting you on the progress that you've made so far. And this breeds a sense of complacency. And what I've found that happens with me is all of a sudden, maybe you were only having one fast food or takeout meal a month, and now that becomes two and that becomes three and that becomes four, so you're doing it once a week. If you were exercising four times a week, now that's dropped to three times a week and it might drop to two times a week. And over time, you become so complacent that you slide back to the position where you originally were. And now the cycle begins all over again. You're unhappy with your current state. So you pick up the next exercise and diet regime and you continue. And if I were to visualize what this looks like, if losing weight was my goal and that was on my y-axis, then I would essentially have a sine wave. So I would have a curve that starts at the bottom it goes all the way to the top where we become complacent and then it would curve back down to the bottom where we kind of reach that original state again and that sine wave would just continue it would keep oscillating between these two points and remember the point at which you become complacent 
is not actually the destination you wanted to reach. And so I've been thinking about this a lot. And one of the changes that I realized that I needed to do this year, especially when I do my yearly planning, is I needed to have a long think about what have I done that has contributed to my current success? If I feel complacent about anything in my life, I need to remind myself what activities did I do to get to that point. And the reason I'm going to say this is there is often a huge time delay between the activities we do and the results that the world externally validates us for. So if you are on that weight loss journey, for example, it might take you months of going to the gym and watching your diet to get to the point where all of a sudden that colleague who passes you in the hallway says, hey, Hassie, you're looking really great. And if I look at some of the things that I'm very happy about, then if I take public speaking, for example, producing this podcast is something that has contributed to my ability to speak publicly. And even though this podcast is to a microphone, it means that my ability to tell stories and to convey messages is always improving. And the action that I need to keep repeating is to keep producing this podcast because it has a long-term benefit. In fact, I believe if I stopped producing the podcast, some of those speaking skills would actually regress. If I look at becoming fitter, and one of the things I've done is I've been doing a lot of running and a lot of exercise. And so I know that this is something important that I need to keep doing. If I look at the opportunities that I've had access to in the last few years, be it from changing jobs to changing careers within the job, the core action that I was taking to achieve those results was to make sure I was learning as broadly as possible. So I know that in addition to whatever I'm currently doing, I also need to focus energy on learning new areas and continually developing areas which might not have relevance to what I'm doing today. Because if I look at the success that I'm currently having, it is because I have taken actions to learn different topics and that has opened doors for me. And then if I take something as simple as meeting a stranger or meeting somebody new for the first time and being able to have a great conversation with them, often that comes down to the fact that I read all these really interesting books and I might just happen to come across a person who is into that topic or who's read similar pieces of literature. So I know that if I want to keep having that success again, that I need to keep reading different books and expanding my intellectual horizons. So I think the, one of the first steps we can do in breaking the cycle of self-sabotage is thinking about what is currently good in our life and what actions we did to maintain that. And if you take a relationship, for example, and you have a great relationship right now, think about why do I have a great relationship right now? Is it because we do date night every Thursday? And if you've identified that date night every Thursday is what you need to be doing, then make sure that you do not lose sight of that. And I think this, this is actually a very common thing where people begin to get take for granted their relationships and they become complacent and all of a sudden they get to the point where you, you're now seeing a relationship counsellor and after all this suffering, you're back to doing your Thursday date nights again. We can get out of that cycle if we identify what actions led to our present day results. And so identifying the actions which led to our present day results is really important. And when I was doing my annual planning this year, 
I asked myself the question, what have I done that really contributed to my successes? And so I, I had to think back and I had to think about the actions that I personally have taken to get to the point where I have the opportunities to pursue what I'm doing now. And the reason I did that is because I realized that there is a very high risk that I stopped doing the things which got me to this current point. And that is a very dangerous place to be because the last thing I personally want to do is to regress. So in terms of software, I know that I was doing these certificates and you know a lot of people criticize things like certificates and things like that. And it's not gonna be my core focus this year, but I know that I want to broaden my horizons in a topic like AWS. I did the basic foundational certs, and now I want to go a bit deeper. And so I know that it is important to do those things even if it looks silly to other people. So identify what you need to do and make sure you're doing them. And this brings me to kind of step two is, well, make sure you're doing them. And so what I'm doing this year is, and I realized one of the big pitfalls of what I haven't done in every other year where I've created a year plan, which has been pretty much since like 2017, is I haven't really been tracking how I'm doing against these metrics. I'm not tracking whether I'm actually doing these behaviors on a regular basis. So this year I've set a recurring event in my Google calendar every Saturday, every three weeks, where I need to review how I'm doing on a bunch of different metrics. And with reading books, for example, there's a section where I need to write what books did I read and just write a simple sentence on something that I took away. And hopefully by tracking these metrics over the year, I will be consistent and I won't fall into that pit where I've stopped carrying out the actions which have led me to where I am now. My prompt to everyone listening to this is Think about where you have been stuck in the cycle of self-sabotage, where you've been continually oscillating between a state of despair and a state of complacency. And think about when you got to that state of complacency, which meant the world was validating you, you're doing something right, what actions did you have to take to get to that point where the world recognized your efforts were actually doing something? And once you've identified those actions and think about all, all the kind of domains of your life, be it relationships, work, leisure, your kids, doesn't matter what it is, think about what contributed to the successes in those domains. And once you've identified those, make sure you're tracking them. So in my case, it's as simple as having a recurring Google meeting. So I can just simply track my own progress and I can check in on myself and see, am I actually doing these things? And for me, a three-week frequency wasn't too frequent. I don't like doing things like this weekly, but I figured three weeks is a good time span where I can have a little bit of leeway. Obviously, you might have a week where you're completely sick and you just don't feel like doing anything, but it's, it's enough time to kind of average out all those kind of troughs and bumps. But it's not so far apart that I'm going to lose track of what my goals actually are and what habits that I need to keep track of. So with that, I'll leave you there and I'm wishing everybody listening to this great success on all your endeavors. You've just made it through another episode of Monologues by Hassie. It brings me great pleasure to know that you made it to the end. 
To listen to more episodes, subscribe on your favorite podcast app or visit monologuesbyhassie.com. Thanks for swinging by.